delivery bros all right in five four three two one hey how's it going you guys my name is anthony anthem aka black fabio aka the midnight marauder aka mr aka and today we back at it again y'all so this is wednesday's episode it is of course, February 19th, 2020. I don't know why I had to say the whole date, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, you already know what this is. This is the weird news segment, the solo segment that yours truly is putting together. And I thought we'd go on ahead and get started with something off kilter already. So, let's see here. You have tuned in. Also, I got a story to tell y'all um, a little bit later into the um, into the podcast. Hopefully, you guys stay tuned and um, you get to hear what I got to say. And also, better know that, um, yes, I know. It's great to hear my voice. No, it's not really. If you're still listening right now, all seven of you, I appreciate you for taking your time. But anyway, what was I doing? All right, first story. Sharika Strong. Oh, God, she's black. Okay. Sharika Strong, 28, must have panicked when the car she was riding in was pulled over by police in Wichita Falls, Texas. Oh, that's where Keith Lee's from. I'm a wrestling nerd. Shut up. Okay. On Wednesday, January 15th, for a minor traffic violation, according to the um, probable cause, uh, probable cause, uh, I, I said probable, what, what, probable was like anal? Okay, anyway, uh, cause affidavit, Strong, who had several outstanding warrants, falsely identified herself as Portia Strong. What is that, like her strip, Porshala? No, wait a minute. No, not Portia, Porshala. Porshala Strawn. Okay, okay, okay. That first of all, that sounds like a really bad stripper name. But let me let me let me just continue. Anyway, apparently unaware that what um that a records check would be revealed a real Porshala Strawn that had an outstanding warrant, so she was duly arrested. The Times Record News reported Sharika is currently facing a number of charges, including giving a false name. What was she thinking? Like, oh yeah, I should be able to, you know, get away with this. But I just tell the cops my name is Porshala. First of all, there's a real Porshala out there. I'm, I'm sorry, who, like. Okay, first of all, I would just like to say that um, Porshala, if, if if that ain't black, I don't know what is. I'm sorry, I don't I don't see anybody white being named Porshala. If you know somebody white that's named Porshala or Sharika, I'm gonna need you to leave a comment as soon as possible. I mean, I'm talking expeditiously. Yeah, expeditiously. I want to see that. Because, I'm sorry, first of all, Sharika, I met a couple Sharikas. I met a Shamika, I met a Sharitha, Shaquita, uh, 
Shajika. I mean, I met some, you know, some girls with the shut no 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 name, you know, but Porshala. Well, I mean, we already know what the parents were thinking when they said Porshala. Like, sure, we made her in a Porsche, so we might as well give her something fancy like Porshala, or Porshala. That makes you think of like Mr. Lonely Man Shaba. But seriously, Porshala Strong. So she made up a false name. So is it like her cousin? Or did she just make up the name? Why did she still keep the last name? She should have came up with something like, uh, my name is Dominique, you know, Tatum or something. Or, I mean, but Porshala. Um, Okay. So, um, shout out to Porshala or Sharika, whatever she wants to go by. Um, I hope she doesn't do too much time. I hope it's more of a misdemeanor. I think it might be slightly a felony. I'm not sure. In this situation, she is definitely going to be in some trouble. She, oh, damn, I'm sorry, it's, it's all because she gave up, that's fucked up. Okay, so, now, um, next in the news, uh, Ryan Sintel State, that's the whole name, Sintel State, 37, has been arrested in Salt Lake City after police admitted, um, police had said he admitted to using mice, hamsters, and gerbils to get free hotel rooms. Okay, continuing. He definitely wasn't Mormon. Uh, KUTV reported on Thursday, January 30th of 2020, guys, that authorities alleged state would release the rodents in a hotel room and then complain about the infestation Prompted hotel workers to apologize and offer him a room for free. Stick faces charges of theft by deception and criminal mischief. I mean, so the, my question is one, how did they find out? And two, Like, I can see getting mice because I know mice are not that expensive. You can go to a pet store and get mice pretty cheap. But hamsters and gerbils, I, I just, why would there be an infestation of hamsters and gerbils? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, yes, I know gerbils and hamsters can, if they're, you know, put in, um put a male and a female together, you know, they get the fucking... Next thing you know, you got like five or six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve whole fucking cages full of gerbils or hamsters. Because when you know when they get the fucking, you know, it's like, okay, stop, stop, stop. They be fucking like rabbits. Okay, like, I mean, they aren't too far from the family of rabbits, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes the getting be good, and next thing you know, they going like five hundred thousand times, and then there's five hundred thousand kids. In the motherfucking house. Because you don't let the motherfuckers go. And somehow they got out of the cage. After you know. 
doing some hardcore fucking, and then they go fuck around in the basement, fuck around in the kitchen. Then say, you know what? You got yourself a hamster gerbil problem. Because I know in like Peru, there's a shit ton of hamsters. They're like all over the place in Peru. Like for us, you know, we see a hamster in America, you know, we'd be like, oh shit. Oh, it's a hamster. He's so cute. What's up, buddy? Oh, you look like a little Hamtaro. This is what Hamtaro's all about because this is all dope. You know, like, we're, we're kind of like, you know, we see these as the best of past Peruvians, you know. You go to Peru or something like that, they just like, ah, goddammit, it's another one. Fuck. Um, next thing you know, it, they've come to the point where they're just like, fuck it, we're going to cook these motherfuckers. And apparently it's good with a side of sauce. Like, literally, they they will take hamsters, cook them mugs, like, roast them over a fire and shit, and serve them on a platter. I saw this on, I think it was, like, Bizarre Foods or something like that. Like, that's the thing. They will eat hamsters. Because there's so many, and it turned out to be a good source of meat. Now, am I going to eat a hamster? Do I plan on eating ham taro? Heck nah. I'm sorry. I grew up to where those things were, hamsters were domestic pets, okay? Same for gerbils. Now, mice, I mean, I know in certain Southeast Asian countries, you know, you go to a market or something like that in certain places, they be frying on some mice, some rat, some bat, some cat, some dog, some frog, anything that crawls. I mean, it's true. I mean, I got homies that are Asian, and they tell me, you know, they motherlands, yeah, they be doing that shit because, you know, that was tradition for them, you know? So, I mean, there ain't no disrespect when it comes down to it. People do what they do. Like, for instance, we see dogs and cats as, you know, domestic animals, you know? You know, that's something, you know, we would, you know, make part of the family. Now, in other countries, it's going to be part of the family, but more for, it's part of the family for um, dinner. And it is what it is. Some people have been doing that for hundreds of years. So how am I supposed to judge them? Are they just trying to survive? Heck, I remember watching um Yulon, the Yulon Dog Eating Festival documentary made by Vice. And I'm going on subject here. Like I know it was um it was a girl. She was actually Chinese herself. But she was Chinese-American. She went out to, you know, you run around to, you know, that part of China. And it's a real thing. They got doggy, they got dogs serving over the market. It's just cheaper to make, especially when you're poor. I mean, you're sitting there seeing it get boiled, stewed, and fried. She had to sit there and, like, you know, kind of be one with the culture. She's like, oh, my God, I ate dog for the first time. And she said, yeah, the shit wasn't bad. But at the same time, that's something I would do. Being that I'm an American, she had to open her mind to the situation. If I were put in that situation, to be quite honest, I don't think I could do it because I grew up with dogs in my family. But that's me. That's not my culture. And to be quite honest, like, I'll, I'll be real. Like, I don't see myself, you know, chopping up my dog. Okay, now this is like a zombie apocalypse situation. Okay, all bets are off. Meat is scarce anyways, and I need my damn protein. 
Like, I ain't gonna be able to find, like, you know, alternatives, man. This is gonna be the fucking apocalypse. It's all about survival. So, anything moving, I'm sorry, we might have turned that shit into a hamburger or something. I'm talking, like, shit, I'll be like uh, Sylvester Stallone and Demolition Man going to an underground fortress. Motherfuckers are cooking up rat. It made it to a damn burger, and he's just like, well, shit, that's a good-ass burger. <laughs> I'm about to say, getting some real meat. Shit, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. I just make sure that motherfucker don't have the bubonic plague. But that's a whole different story for another day. <laughs> anyway, so, next news report. Residents of an apartment building in Kerala, India. Kerala? I hope that's right. India was were surprised on Monday, February 3rd, when a pungent mixture of beer, brandy, and rum, somebody was getting fucked up, began flowing from their faucets instead of water. Where the fuck is this place at? Uh, like, seriously, I'm gonna need to find that apartment. Shit, they kicking it. Officials told the BBC that about 6,000 liters of alcohol confiscated on court orders had been buried in a pit nearby, but it seeped through the soil into the well and used as a water source for the building. The children couldn't go to school and even their parents couldn't go to work. Jushi Maliakal, the building owner, said, Hell yeah! Shit. (laughs) I know the parents were happy they couldn't go to work. They were like, shit, I'm drunk. I can't go to work today. I would do that shit. I'm telling you right now. That sounds great. I was like, man, you know what, man? It's been a fucked up Monday. So like, let me get a glass of water before I get the fuck out. Mmm. Yeah, water tastes a little different today. It's a little spicy. Mmm. Drinking some of this. Mmm. <laughs> 6,000 liters, though. Damn. People must have been getting fucked up. The children could have gone to school. I know that's right. I know them kids probably had a damn hangover. Probably had a hangover the size of their country. Shoot. That hangover is so big. Shoot. Their brain was more overpopulated than their own country. Shit. <laughs> uh, dang. So, I mean, I wonder if they at least fixed the well. That sounds horrible. But at the same time, it sounds so great because I know some motherfuckers in the Midwest... Like, where I'm from, they would have been like, shit, where the hell is this motherfucking apartment at? I'm about to go to that bitch. (laughs) Okay. Now, I just wanted to know, though, if you, like, just, how long did it take them to realize that, you know, you, you, um, that, you know, you know, there's alcohol in the, um, I'm, I'm just saying, how, how long did it take them to realize that? I think they kept that a secret for a hot minute until the damn landlord was like, shit, what the fuck going on with the water here? He probably took a couple more sips and he was just like, well, it'll probably keep some of these fuckers quiet for a minute. <laughs> I don't know, man. That just sounds, something sounds sketchy. All right. I, I want to go ahead and switch it up. Um, the uh, citation for this last one was with the site known as 
Um, this was the Shepherd Express. It's been around since the 1800s, 1892. Um, in their weird, uh, news of the weird section. And this is for, and this is actually for the most current time, 2020, 20, uh, not 2020, 20, but February, 2020. Anyway, I stay in 20 way too many times. Anyway. All right. All right. Let's see here. I'm looking here. Please don't poop on on in a sacred temple in Machu Picchu. Who the hell took a shit in a sacred temple in Machu Picchu? Uh. Okay, so six tourists were arrested after authorities found feces inside of Unseco World Heritage Sites Temple of the Sun. Okay, first of all, that's some disrespectful shit. Who the hell did this? Okay, here's a scenario for you. You made the long, difficult journey to Machu Picchu, taking a variety of planes and trains and buses to get there. And now, finally, you're inside the grounds. You begin to explore more than 500-year-old sites, marveling at its ancient, towering rock spires. I do want to go to this shit one day. I gotta get in shape, though. I'm going to Machu Picchu. Anyway... It's surreal, terraces, uh, terraces and ramps. Life is sweet. The world is a bountiful, mysterious, um, is, oh, sorry, is bountiful and mysterious. Your day couldn't get any better. But at some point, you're hit with a terrible, inescapable feeling. You have to poop. You've got two options. Either hide back down to the entrance and find the bathroom, putting the end to your time there, or sneak into a sacred temple constructed half a millennium ago, drop trowel to face one of the greatest marvels this world has to offer, what do you do? Well, first of all, yeah, if I got a shit, I got a shit, but at the same time, I also gotta just, I'm gonna have to hold that bitch. Because first of all, I'm in a foreign country. All it takes is me to do one dumbass situation like this, and then I get fucked up. And I'm an American. So, for me, this is some shit they expect me to do. So, at that point, I'm just going to shit on myself. And pray I pack some clothes to walk with me in. Because I am... Or I'm getting at least a plastic bag or something... I'm getting away from Machu Picchu to take a shit. I I don't want to think about shitting on Mountain Machu Picchu because Machu Picchu is definitely not shitting grounds. I mean, there's probably a place somewhere around Machu Picchu where a motherfucker took a shit. You know, back in you know two thousand years. Um. So, somewhere down the line, maybe one of those, like, they had a shitting hole or something, you know. I mean, people got a shit. I mean, it's Machu Picchu. I'm pretty sure somewhere down the line, you know, they either had, like, a toilet, you know, they had, like, a little chamber pot or something. I don't know. I I, I never really looked into how people in Machu Picchu took a shit. But if I had to think about it, it definitely wasn't inside of a temple. But... 
I mean, I I definitely wouldn't take a shit in Machu Picchu. Um, it, I mean, it looks like a very beautiful place. I mean, it would probably be interesting to take a shit, you know, on top of the mountain or something like that. But when you when you're doing it on something that's a piece of history, it'd be like if I took a shit in the pyramids or something like that. It just that that's either bound to give you a curse or just get you fucked up entirely by a whole country. Um, but anyways, okay. So if you choose shit inside the hollow grounds of it, of an Incan worshiping room, congratulations. There's something deeply and irredeemably long with you. I agree. I gotta agree with that one. For some inexplicable reason, that's what exactly a group, what a group of tourists allegedly did over the weekend. France 24 reports. They're French. They're French, probably. Six people in their 20s and early 30s were arrested on Sunday after Peruvian authorities caught them in a restricted area of Machu Picchu's Temple of the Sun, a river part of the UNESCO World Heritage Site. Park rangers and police found feces inside of the temple, which had been damaged after a piece of stone had broken off a wall and caused a crack into the floor. Wow. So, wow. Let's let's continue. Um, the six tourists are being detained and investigated by the public ministry for alleged crime against cultural heritage. Uh, Leva said, I mean, I don't, I mean, what can I say? I mean, that's, that's their culture. That's their heritage. That's, 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 I mean, that's pretty fucking disrespectful. It seems like something had to, um, that should go without saying, but apparently we had to say, don't do this. Just go to the goddamn bathroom. That's what it says in the report. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a helpful rule. If you're ever stuck by the urge of doing anything remotely untoward, uh, remotely untoward at one of a kind historical site, like say boning on top of an ancient pyramid or taking a butt selfie in front of a Buddhist temple, just don't. You'll thank yourself later. When you're spending the evening guilt-free at some plush hotel instead of languishing in a jail cell in a foreign country, racked by the unbearable shame of taking a literal dump on history. And apparently, there is a story about boning on top of a pyramid. Okay, this happened in December 10th, 2018. Okay. All right. Photo of couple boning on top of pyramids prompts international investigation. Egyptian authorities are investigating the photo posted by Danish photographer Andreas Vied and it shows him in a model bumping uglies on the Great Pyramid of Giza. Um, yeah, the only thing that's covering up this motherfucking picture, um, it looks like, I don't know what position they in. The only thing covering up right now is like a, it's a, um, oh, sorry. It's a, it's a freaking, um, eggplant. Oh, they're a missionary. So he's a miss. They're a missionary. 
And they're kind of looking at the other pyramid across. And they're just kind of staring at it while they're mid-position. Um, I, I guess he's kind of beating it up because their knees are kind of buckling. I don't know. I'm not really looking directly at it. Um, thankfully, I don't got to see their appendages. But they are fucking on top of a pyramid. So, let's continue. This entire uh, this article was uh, originally appeared in Vice Canada. Okay, certain people are none too pleased with Danish photographer after he decided to add one extra bone to the giant gray that is the Great Pyramid of Giza. Um, Andre Savid, a um, a Danish photographer, released a video on a series of photos Friday that showed him and a naked woman uh, copulating on top of the pyramid. These photos weren't received too well by the general public of Egypt and Egypt's government, according to Egyptian Ahram Online. Egypt's Minister of Antiques, Khaled, 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 I'm going to say Khaled, Khaled El-Anani, has ordered prosecutors to investigate the the validity of the images and look into whether... Javid and his model friend really filmed an explicit pornographic video on top of the pyramid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the way that's looking. It looks like that shit really happened. Because, I'm sorry, that, that looked pretty solid. I mean, to be quite honest. One former official talking to NBC has indicated that the footage in the photo is fake because there's no way anyone can enter the pyramid area at night and the size of the stones don't match. That said, it must be known that others have been able to scale have been able to scale the pyramid in the past with a certain uh, with a German man being arrested in 2016. I probably don't need to point it out, but that's quite darn illegal to trespass on and climb the pyramids. I ain't climbing that shit. I mean, it looks like he did. Hedvid has not responded to Vice's request for comment, but he did give an extensive interview with um, Extrabalitit. And Dan- um, I'm saying, I don't know, it's Danish, so bear with me. That's been posted online. The translated copy of the, paper, of the newspaper, Hedvid indicates that the photos are real. And that he's going to stay out of Egypt in the future, as I probably risk being arrested if I go back. There's a video, and it looks like he was really fucking on top of this damn pyramid. Okay, I mean, it's a YouTube video. Thank you, God, because I, um, cause I don't want to see that shit. But anyways, I, I, I yeah, you, your ass need to stay away from Egypt. Because that, that, that's, no. Anyway, Havid said he was obsessed with taking the photo for years and planning to make it happen. In late November, Havid and his partner pulled the trigger on escapade on the escapade. Havid said he and the woman snuck across the fence, well away from the pyramid, slowly made their way toward the pyramid. They spotted the guards. They hid in the temple for an hour and a half, waiting for the traffic to pass and had a route to the monument all planned out. 
So they were doing like some like Ocean's Eleven shit just to get on top of this motherfucker. Okay. I mean, I gotta give them, you know, credit for the effort. I think it's disrespectful as fuck. Because, I mean, you are fucking on some history, but, I mean, you gonna fuck on some history, you might as well make history doing it. But, anyway, so, once they got to the side of the Great Pyramid, they were able to scale it in under an hour and a half. He described the feeling of reaching the top as euphoric, and the view as magical. Alongside the photo, Javier had re- released a video of their stunt which shows the couple sneaking around, quietly climbing the pyramid at night. And at the end of the video, the woman whose face is blurred takes her shirt off and looks at Cairo down below. Then the two took a photo where, as Shakespeare so eloquently puts it, making the beast with two backs. All right. So, it seems the photo offended people on two fronts, with some being obsessed that he trespassed on historic sites like the Great Pyramids, and others being incensed that he uh, took a picture that he was implying he was fucking on there. On behalf of historians and archaeologists everywhere, I hope you both end up in jail, reads one comment on the YouTube video. In the interview... Javier st- states that the photo he took, which is hilariously translates to pyramid fuck, was a statement on Western society. Pyramid fuck was the dumbest idea I could get on. And reads the translated interview. Western privileged juice at its worst. All that is missing is a joint and a vo- bottle of vodka. <laughs> Ironic. Okay, so... Javier said he didn't expect people to be so angry and that he followed an urban explorer's code, taking nothing but pictures and leaving nothing but footprints. This seemingly isn't Javier's first foray in illegal photography on his website. He has ventured to Chernobyl and has several pictures from that trip along with photos of the top from the top of skyscrapers. Uh... Wait a minute, so wait a minute, he's gone to Chernobyl. That motherfucker is seriously, seriously, seriously contaminated still. That motherfucker gonna get cancer. Now look, I ain't gonna make no cancer jokes, but man, he asking for it if we went to fucking Chernobyl. Like fucking around in Chernobyl on top of skyscrapers and shit. So he's been... Let's see, in the bio section, the 23-year-old, he's 23. No wonder why. He's doing some dumbass shit. Okay, so when he did this, this is about when he was like 23 years old, because this is 2018. So, with that, he's still on fuckboy stages, and now he's about 25. He's been urban exploring for over 10 years. Also on his website are photos of Havid and the model boning, much like the pyramid. Like, so he always bones a model on top of these crazy situations. In his conversation with um Extra Baladet Havid 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 I don't know. Did clear up the biggest question as we all stated that he and his model buddy weren't having sex but just posing. I guess the Dane will have them find another way to join the, not, the Nile High Club. Editor's note. 
Boo. Okay. If that's the case, why did I waste my time reading this article? Okay, next. Why would you even insinuate that? Um, I just... I, I'm... I'm, mm. I'm just going to say this, okay? All right, so here's my thoughts. What's his, what's his end game of him fucking on, like, you know, international monuments? Like, okay, so let's say he does, let's say, you know, he goes and fucks in the temple where, you know, the French people took a shit in Machu Picchu, right? He's like, I'm going to go fuck there in Machu Picchu. And then I go fuck the Great Wall. I'm uh, fucking the Great Wall of China. Maybe I go fuck on a skyscraper in Dubai. I fuck on the Space Needle in Seattle. Um, you know, on the tip where it goes in my asshole or something. I don't know. Or, you know, maybe he decides, you know, I'm going to go fuck on the Statue of Liberty. I mean... Eventually, this nigga gonna get caught. Okay, let me just play that right now. I, I just I don't get it because it's just like I don't see no end game to this. I see in this really being a bad ending at the end of the day. Even if he said he wasn't having sex with the model on top of the pyramid, I really doubt could that. I'm sorry, I feel like that's just some bullshit. I think they really were fucking. There's no fucking way. Like, he's saying it didn't really happen. I think he was just doing it to save face of the model, which I can respect that, I guess. But, I mean, what is with these Europeans and tripping, okay? They all fucking fucking in front of, you know, they're, they're doing, like, you got one dude saying this is for the Western culture. I'm just like, okay, first of all, why? Well, that's that's another country's culture. You're kind of disrespecting them as a whole. I mean, I guess you're trying to make a statement, but I think you're being a dick about it. I mean, you're fucking 23. So, I mean, I guess, you know, this is some, you know, fight the patriarchy type of shit. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and act like I understand where you're coming from because I don't. I think you and that lady could have gotten a lot more trouble if it wasn't for the fucking fact that you didn't put it up until later. I mean, you put yourself in a situation where, you know, I feel like people don't understand. Like, when they go on fucking travel, here's the thing. You're in somebody else's um, place. It's sort of like if you go to somebody else's house, okay? You're not going to, you know, put your feet on the couch. You're not going to, you know, you know, be disrespectful. You're not going to, you're not going to shit in the plants. You're not going to, you know, kick the dog or, you know, throw your best friend's kid, um, in a closet or some shit. You're going to, you know, probably be in your best behavior. You're going to be. You're going to be, you know, sensible. You're going to be a guest. You're going to be a respectful house kid. 
You're going to, you know, see if they need help with things. You're going to, you know, come into their world. You're going to be in their world. Because at the end of the day, you're not in, you're not, this is not your world. This is theirs when you come into somebody's household. You're not going to go into the fucking fridge and eat all the damn food without, you know, asking for permission. Like, hey, can I grab something out of the fridge? I can understand, you know, you've been there 50 million times or whatever, but at the same time, you're still going to be respectful before you open up somebody's cupboard or open somebody's fridge. Like, are you thirsty? Yeah, I'm actually very thirsty. Can I have something to drink? Yeah, go get it in the fridge yourself. Boom. Okay? That's that's respectable. You don't just go into somebody's fridge without asking. You know? So, but what I'm trying to say is about just like, as a person that's traveled outside the country, I know when I leave America, it ain't fucking America no more. All the laws and rules that apply in America do not work in other countries. And this goes for Europeans too. The laws that you're used to in your country is not going to fly fucking well in other countries. If you decide that you want to try to make, you know, certain countries America or same thing or certain countries in Europe into your country because you're a tourist and you feel like you can just do whatever the fuck you want because I'm on vacation. I'm sorry, or I'm trying to make an artistic statement. I mean, when it comes down to it, I feel like you're a fucking asshole and you go into this country doing shit that you would do in your country thinking it's okay when you know more than likely it's not fucking okay in their country. Look, you don't got to agree with their values. If you really don't like their values or you just feel some type of way about how they run their country, don't fucking go. Like, for instance, I would love to go to Russia. I would love to see some of the beautiful architecture. I would love to, you know, go to Russia and immerse myself in the cult, um, in the certain cultures. Same with Ukraine and, you know, a lot of Eastern European com- uh, countries. But here's the thing, though. Here's the damn thing. I know there's things I don't agree with. And I don't think I would be safe there, personally. Especially, one, I'm an American. Two, I'm black. (laughs) Unfortunately, they got a big history. And you can look up and research these articles on, you know, the fact of the matter is, certain countries are just not safe for me. And I'm coming from a standpoint of, okay, first of all, Russia, I disagree with a lot of shit they do in Russia. A lot of shit they do is fucked up. What they do to the people is fucked up. What they do to, you know, LGBT people is fucked up. What they do to women is fucked up. And it it's just not my cup of tea. I heard it's a very beautiful country. I... I know that I there's just certain things and customs I don't agree with for, you know, how they treat their people there. And it, it is what it is. That's not my country. But if I walked up into that bitch, I got to realize that's their rules. I got to play by them if I don't want to get killed. End of story. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Like, for instance, if I go to, you know... If I go to a country and, you know, 
in the United Emirates, um, the United Arab Emirates, um, certain countries don't pr um, allow drinking. And you know the UAE. I'm not gonna come into that motherfucker with a bottle of Hennessy and think it's okay for me to just start taking shots in my hotel room and shit. Because at the end of the day, I know this country has a law that says there's no liquor permitted. This is a dry country. They don't fuck with liquor. So I'm not going to bring a bottle of liquor on board of my carry-on. I'm going to leave that shit at home because I'm not trying to get fucking arrested in another fucking country. And I'm not going to disrespect their customs. I don't have to agree with the fact that, like, okay, fuck it. I like to drink, so why can't I drink? And then I got to go pop a fucking bottle in a fucking country that I know if they catch me with this shit, I'm going to fucking jail. So, my question is, I don't understand what the fuck these people were thinking. You know, going in and being disrespectful. They knew better. And, and I'm saying this about the fucker who, who decided... That bowling on top of a pyramid. I don't think it's... I think it's fucking disrespectful, to be honest. I think... It's... It'd be like if somebody went to Washington, D.C. And fucked in the Lincoln Monument. Fucked in the Lincoln Monument. Or... You know what? Here's another one. Fucked in the, you know, fucked in the cemetery of all the fallen soldiers. Or fucked at the 9-11 site. Or fucked in the White House. Even though it's probably been a lot of fucking in the White House. Let's just be honest. But I'm just saying from a, uh, from a standpoint of... I'm gonna go fuck somebody in the White House right now. I'm gonna go fuck somebody in front of the Lincoln Monument. Right now. I'm gonna do... I'm just gonna, like, you know, have her, like... Like, bent over... Right next to the Lincoln Monument. Take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. I'm going to have a lot of serious problems coming my way doing this shit. This motherfucker does it constantly, obviously. That's my thing. Is I'm not going to go to... He was from... Um, he was Danish. So it'd be like if I went to you know his country and started... Like, fucking all over his history. Like, I'm fucking on the cobblestone roads in public. In front of uh, women and kids. I'm fucking in front of windmills or their fields of flowers. I know a little bit about Danish culture, but not a lot. But the fact is, if I went over there and, you know, did some disrespectful shit in their country. I know that I'm going to be suffering consequences or I'm not going to be able to come back. And then on top of that, I raise another stereotype about Americans. Okay, like, I don't need that in my life. But it's just like, I feel like it's a dick move. So for, and then on top of that, with the people that, you know, fucking shitted in Machu Picchu. I mean, God dang, Really? Like, I understand that you probably had a problem. I'm sorry, but I don't feel bad for them. I'm just going to keep it honest. I think they're all fucking stupid. I think I think the Pyramid guy is stupid. I think the Machu Picchu guy, uh, kids are stupid because of the fact is you knew what the fuck you're doing. 
I think you're just an asshole. I'm sorry. You are shitting on people's history. So, I'm sorry. You deserve to go to fucking jail. Um, And then for the top of the pyramid guy, yeah, I hope you never go back to fucking Egypt. And if you do go back to Egypt, I hope they do arrest your ass. Because, I'm sorry. Whether or not you like their history or whatever you got to fucking against them, to do some shit like that, or I hope you get fucking caught, to be honest. I'm going to be real. Because what was your fucking end game? You're fucking on top of, you know, historical sites. But you don't give a fuck. It's not your country. So why should I give a fuck about what you do? And, yes, I know I'm on a soapbox rant or whatever, but it's just, it's fucking stupid to me. Like, I'm tired of motherfuckers going to other countries and then ruining this shit for other fucks like me that want to go on fucking travel. I want to go to fucking Egypt and see the damn pyramids. But I don't want to be restricted from seeing the damn pyramids because somebody decided to pull his dick out and fuck somebody on a pyramid. I'm sorry. Keep your dick to yourself. Go to a hotel. Go fucking a hotel. Go fucking the desert and fry or something. I don't know. Fuck. Get your ass bitten by a fucking... I don't know, reptile or a scorpion. Let the scorpion sting you in the asshole or something. I don't know. But, come on, man. National Monuments? That's just, you're being a dick. Um, I just, ooh. Motherfuckers need to get that shit together. Oh. I just... Um, okay, so, in other news, this was in December 22nd, 2017, this guy keeps getting a bunch of weird shit from Amazon he never ordered, I made several calls, and I can't seem to get them to stop, this guy is getting random shit from Amazon, okay, like a lot of folks in this holiday season, Terry Miller, super white, um, has been receiving a barrage of packages at his doorstep all month long. The only problem, he hasn't ordered a thing. Um, I don't know, I, that'd be cool again the free shit, but okay. According to the NBC affiliate WDIV4, a untold number of Amazon boxes keep coming to Miller's house in Chesterfield Township, Michigan. Each is addressed to him with his name, spelled correctly, cell phone number, and a home address on the label. But he doesn't want anything to do with what's inside. Okay, I do want to say this. Is he sure he's not ordering this shit? I mean, he seems like an older gentleman. Like, maybe, you know, you know, he's getting older now. He just ain't remembering that he's ordering shit like... Hey, yo, you know, I want some new, you know, some new shit. I don't know what the fuck I want, but fuck it, we're just going to go with it. I mean, is he drinking? And then, you know, he's just like, you know, drunk ordering shit on Amazon or, you know, maybe sleepwalking. I've heard motherfuckers do do that where they be sleepwalking and shit. Next thing you know, they're waking up with a whole bunch of Taco Bell or some random shit. Like they done drove out of their damn house sleepwalking. Oh, okay, not drove out of the house. They done walked out of the house, got in their car, 
sleepwalking, driving to get random items from Walmart and shit like that. I've heard these stories before. Is he sure he isn't doing this? He's like sleep Amazoning. I mean, I've heard of it being done before. So, uh, is he sure? Okay. We start receiving boxes from Amazon. We started receiving boxes from Amazon, and I've made several calls, and I can't get them to can't get, seem to get them to stop. Miller told W uh, WDIV4, he's been getting the roll packages packages for about four to five weeks, and they have um, they won't stop streaming in. When he hit up Amazon to see what the hell was going on, he said the company told him to just keep everything he got. There was uh, there weren't any errand charges on his account. So why send it all back? Ideally, he'd be raking in some primo shit, like a vape or some funky socks. But apparently, he gets a bunch of junk. I opened up a box to see what was in it. It was accessories for cell phones, and I got an antenna for a computer and a clothing bag. Alrighty then. Since Amazon didn't seem too concerned about the rogue, um... About the rogue um, gifter sitting Miller a bunch of cell phone cases and the Samsung cleaning cloths. He reached out to the police for some help. There is no telling what might show up at his doorstep next. And no one wants to wind up like the online shoppers who somehow received 65 pounds of weed with their order. But even the cops couldn't figure out what was going on. They opened up the package and stuff to make sure there was nothing illegal in there. Miller told WDIV4. The cops said... You're in the clear if anything should come up with this. Face, uh, face with an ever-growing mound of shit he has no use for whatsoever. Miller's been giving away as much as he can and trashing the rest. Some of the folks might be psyched to have a secret Santa out there delivering surprises to them out of nowhere. Miller, however, is over it. Quit sending them. He told WDIV, I don't want the stuff. Well, I mean, shoot. I would just say it like this. Motherfucker send me a whole bunch of phone cases, right? If it's like, you know, iPhone cases or, and you know, some Samsung, you know, whatever number they're on. I think they're on the 20. You know, they skipped like a shit ton of numbers now. I mean, I don't know. And then the antenna for the computer. I mean, it will be good for the Wi-Fi for people that have hard times getting Wi-Fi connections, I guess. But... I, I I don't see why he's so mad. I don't know why he butthurt if he's getting free shit. I mean, when it comes down to it, you can always flip that shit and just, you know, sell it for, you know, a cheap price. Like, hey, cell phone case for a couple dollars. Boom. There you go. Sell the, sell that shit on eBay. And motherfuckers, and motherfuckers still use eBay. So, I mean, there you go. You, can, you got yourself a little, you know, eBay shop or a little Amazon shop or something like that. Make your money back. I mean, I don't see why he's complaining shit. He's like, nah, I don't want to do anything with this stuff. He's definitely one of them old school cats that don't fuck with the internet like that. He's like, you know what? The internet can suck a dick. I don't want nothing to do with this. I just want my goddamn sanity back. I don't do none of this shit. I don't do technology. And I ain't trying to make no motherfucking money off of that. I was like, bitch, go make some money off of this. Why are you tripping? Now, I mean, it's just... What's wrong with it? I don't see the I don't see anything to be upset about it. Obviously, somebody is sending you a gift and saying, "Hey, man, here's an idea for you." They're probably just hinting that, "Hey, yo, make a hustle out of this. Come on." You see the um, you see like the um, 
all the uh, Middle Eastern cats up in the mall and stuff like that. They be selling the cell phone cases, getting the fucking payday off of that shit. They be selling them bitches at five to ten dollars a pop. I mean, hell, think of it. This is a freaking um a come up. And then on top of that, it's legit, it's legal. The police ain't seen nothing wrong with it. Amazon said, fuck it, it's free, it's yours. I mean, I don't see the point on why he's tripping. I mean, to be quite honest, I'd be like, you know, I'm going to sell these bitches three ninety nine or something like that. You know what? Make a little bit of profit for my stress and time. So, if, if these, if like, the motherfucker that keeps on sending this shit to your house, like, well, I guess that dude's out of luck. Or he just really was a good Samaritan and thought... Hey, maybe you can use this package to make some extra money. Maybe there's something else going on that we don't know about with this guy. But he ain't seen the big picture. So, shit. I mean, what can you do? And also, I'm curious because there's 65 pounds of weed with their order. I'm curious about. So, let's see here. These Amazon shoppers ordered some plastic bins and got 65 pounds of weed. To apologize, the company reportedly gave the customers a $150 gift card. Um, okay, so this was in October 23rd, 2017. A couple in Florida got a lot more than they ordered when the company, when the, uh, when the empty plastic bins they bought on Amazon were weren't exactly empty when they arrived. They were filled with a shit ton of weed. And I'm not gonna lie, this actually looks like a good-ass train. I'm seeing a lot of TAC on this motherfucker and a lot of red hairs. Hashtag former stoner. Anyways, I'm talking about, this is some premium shit right here. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I probably would've just, you know, I probably would've, like, you know, kept a couple nugs for myself, just to be honest. A couple in Florida... It's always motherfucking Florida when it comes to drugs or some shit. Motherfucking Florida. Dude, does Florida ever sleep? I just want to make that clear. Do they ever fucking sleep? Because it always seems like there is always shit going on in Florida. I know people have said it then and then and again, but it's just like, it never stops. Like, it's always something going on in Florida. Like, like Florida just wants to up the ante. It's like Florida's like, hold my beer. I'm about to see what else I can pull out of this bitch. Like, I I mean, if you're gonna be a news anchor or a reporter anywhere, Florida's just the place to do it. You're gonna have an endless amount of reports because of all the shit that goes on in Florida. It's a fucking cash cow. I will say it. Florida's a cash cow. If you are a news anchor, reporter, or anywhere in the news industry, you're going to have nothing but the best shit to report. And it's going to be entertaining. I think the Florida news should probably be the national, the, um, the freaking state pastime of the news. Like, Florida news should be the state pastime, Okay. Like, they need to go ahead and just start adding state pastimes. Like, for instance, Missouri, our pastime is barbecuing. Barbecuing and f football. I mean, so basically most of the Midwest and parts of the South. You know, just like we all got our regional pastimes, state pastimes. And then with Florida, it's our news. I mean, but 
that that's a lot of fucking weed though. Anyways, the couple said they realized something was pretty um pretty uh, was weird pretty much immediately after the delivery. The twenty seven gallon plastic storage bins were a little harder to carry than a couple plastic bins should be. No shit. The police later found what the package weighed, and it was a total of ninety three point five pounds of weed. They were extremely heavy, heavier than you would think from ordering four empty bins. I'm, I'm pretty sure, Karen. Um, they were extremely heavy and heavier than what you would think for more than four empty bins, the Amazon customer told WFTV. They need to make that WTFT. <laughs> WTFTV. The way this shit is going. They asked to remain anonymous since they, um, there are basically a thousand movies that begin like this and end pretty badly. Can't say I blame them for this. Can you imagine Amazon and this is this is from um, Jeff Deal of Jeff um, of J Deal um, WFTV. Can you imagine Amazon customers in Orlando got an unexpected marijuana delivery of sixty five pounds? Gasp! <laughs> no, it doesn't surprise me because it's in Florida. When the female customer opened up the package. She found that each of the four bins contained a green plastic wrap bundle of marijuana. Somebody's probably already dead, because let's be honest. With that much weed and then it got lost, somebody died. Okay, I'm pretty sure that body is floating somewhere in Orlando because of the fact that that was their drugs and somebody fucked up. That's a whole big fuck up for any... Somebody is probably got brutally murdered because 65 pounds of weed went missing. So, all told, the weed itself weighed about 65 pounds. She and her fiancé were completely baffled and called the cops. When we uh, when the first officer got here, she was in disbelief. The customer said, we're, pretty, we're, we're still pretty fearful our home would be broken into after the police left. She can tell you, we didn't sleep, here, sleep there for a few days. Damn, they didn't even smoke the shit and they were paranoid. I mean, when you have that much weed, you don't got to even get high to be paranoid. I mean, that's a lot of fucking weed. I I just, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess I see the right to why they were paranoid because shit, that would be kind of scary because just like, we're in the middle of some shit that could go bad. Um, I guess it was, I, I, I probably wouldn't sleep in my house either. I probably would have laid low for a while. The police lugged the weed away and started trying to figure out how the hell a bunch of weed ended up in a Amazon shipment from Massachusetts warehouse. The couple handed their own investigation as well. Um, the couple launched their own investigation as well. They reportedly reached out to an Amazon for answers, but after going around and around with customer service over email for a month, the company never gave them an explanation. Hell, they didn't know how to explain it themselves. They're like, how the fuck did this even get through? Okay, first of all, I've been to an Amazon warehouse. I did like a temp job there um, at the Lenexa location here. Um, well, not even here in Missouri, but it was in Kansas, which is about 45 outside of where I live in Missouri. And I'm telling you, that bitch is so secure. 
Like, for instance, you got to check in three ways. You got gates to go through. You got to check in your ID. You got to check in, time in, use a thumbprint, whole bunch of stuff just to get into the warehouse. Because they don't want shit going out that don't need to be going out. They don't want shit that's going in to go in there. So I'm trying to figure out how a hundred, like how sixty, how sixty-five pounds of weed, even got through there. Somebody had to be in on that shit in Massachusetts. Let's just be honest. Put two and two together. Somebody had to be in on it, like a driver or something like that, who was slipping it into the tubs. Probably slipped it into the wrong motherfucking tubs, and this shit ended up in Orlando somewhere. It was basically a drug transfer gone wrong. Somebody's probably beating themselves up about it right now, or is getting beaten up to death about this shit right now. Instead, customer service just passed along a $150 Amazon gift card. It said the company was unable to do anything else at this time, according to a statement sent by WFTV by Amazon. The company is currently working with police to solve the case. Uh huh. The gift certificate may be enough to buy another pl- set of plastic bins. Okay, first of all, if plastic bins cost $150 damn dollars, you got ripped the fuck off. You can go to fucking Walmart right now and get four of them bitches for about $20. Okay, so um, I don't think that's going to be too damn hard. The gift certificate may not be a month for the bit. Um, Maybe enough to buy another set of plastic bins, but it'll never make up for the whole bizarre scenario over the cu- or the couple's fear that some drug dealers are going to come looking for their weed. Okay, first of all, your first mistake was you decided to live in Florida. Your second mistake was <clears throat> that you're even talking about this. I mean, I mean, just you need to you need to get the fuck out of Florida. Anyways, all right. They say they're still waiting for an apology. There is no concern for a customer safety. The unnamed customer said, "I mean, this could have turned into a worst case scenario." Yeah, like just that one. Basically, it could be like a lot of them drug stories, like mistaken package, a whole bunch of gangsters up at the door. Tortures the sh- uh, tortures the shit out of the cu- um, other couple, kills their ass, boom, the end of their story, and then on with the gangster mafia story, or cartel, or whatever it might fucking be. All I know is, um, damn. I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and say that um. Florida you should expect anything and everything in Florida whether you like it or not but with that guys I think I'm done for tonight Um, I'm totally spent it's about 4 in the morning I do these usually late at night because I work work a late shift Um, I was kind of late getting started tonight just because of the fact that A I cooked the dope ass hello fresh dinner Shout out to HelloFresh. That shit was amazing. I'm not even sponsored by the motherfuckers. I just had to try it. And so far, it's been awesome. Um, 
I had um crusted chicken parmesan with um with some pasta, like a nice creamy sauce, um with some great tomatoes chopped up, you know, garlic. I mean it was it was really good. It was fantastic. Um, I got three more meals I can make. I'm gonna see if I can check those out too. Um I did have a story but I don't know. Should I tell this story? I mean, part of me is like, do I need to tired, or do I need to tell the story at a later date? I'm gonna say for now, I'm gonna tell the story at a later date. I'm sorry, I probably should tell this. You know what? Okay. I am going to try to remember this the best I can. I'm a little tired because it is 4 in the morning. Because I did say it. I want to keep my word to you guys. I mean, it's pretty short anyway. So, um, how do I start this shit off? Hmm. So... Here is a story about about my day Actually no, I think I've already told that fucking story. I'm losing my train of thought. Guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so damn tired. But, I am going to say this. Um, thank you so much for rocking with me. Um, I've been trying to solo think, and I'm trying to get more confident in speaking with y'all directly, too. Um, yes, I know I don't have a lot of guests coming on right now. And the fact that you guys are sticking with me throughout all this, y'all don't know how much that makes me feel. Because it's great. Um, it's great to have a, have an audience. I know it's not the biggest audience. And I ain't tripping about that. The fact that somebody even wants to listen to me. That means a lot to me. Um, I'm just trying to get better and better every day at this. Because for once, I feel like I'm confident in something I can actually do. And I'm going to keep doing it until you guys want to stop listening. Stop listening. And I keep on telling you guys, if you guys are out there and you want to communicate with me, seriously, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at um, Delivery Bros Pod. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Delivery Bros Podcast. Um, you go to anchor.fm slash delivery bros. You can actually leave a voice message or, you know, leave a comment or, you know, just give me feedback on what you're thinking. Five stars on Apple podcasts, um, Spotify or whatever, you know, podcasts are, I mean, I am not afraid to communicate with you guys. I keep on telling you the door is always open to holler at me. 
Or hell, find me on Anthony Anthem Williams on Facebook. Add me as a friend. Be like, hey, um, I listen to your podcast. I think you're cool. I wanted to talk to you. I mean, the fact that you listen to me probably in your commute or whatever is going on, this makes me feel very fortunate. I feel blessed in a lot of ways because you take your time to come listen to a guy like me. Some guy that's from Kansas City, Missouri, in the middle of America, who really ain't got shit but this podcast, but my regular 9 to 5. Or 3 to 11 in this case. You know, just thank you. I don't know how many times I'm going to say I appreciate you. I'll probably say that a dozen more times. But I really mean that I'm not shit without you. So, thank you so much for listening. You know what? Next time I will start the day with a story. So that way you guys can understand it clearer when I'm in the right frame of mind. But until next time, guys, and also for those who are looking for relief and pain and all that, remember I told you about AbsoluteNatureCBD.com. I'm serious, man. You guys need to get up on that. Put in the code delivery, bros, get 20% off. If you're a veteran, disabled, or if you have low income, they also have programs for you where it can be up to 60% off. Um... I am um, still working on getting a certain guest on. Um, I've also been collaborating with some new people, trying to get with them. Um, I just um, I just did a couple podcasts in the last couple of days. Um, I went ahead to FNBS crew. Hopefully within this next day or so on my show, so you can speak with them. Uh, so if you guys have any questions on what I should ask them, or anything um anything pertaining a subject or if you have a funny ass news story you want to share with me regardless if it's from your hometown your country whatever i would love to hear what you guys got uh, so to anybody out there internationally send me the story just please send it in english because unfortunately i am a dumb american that can only speak one language and Maybe a few phrases in other languages because, unfortunately, our education system does not focus on learning more than one language like it should. I mean, I took German for three years, but my German is shit. I'm just going to be honest. Plus, the teacher hated me, and to be quite honest, I didn't really like her. But it is what it is. But anyway, that's a whole different story for another day. So with that, guys, my name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And I sound like I'm the fucking walking dead. So with that, I'm going to bed. I love you guys. Good night. Delivery Bros.